Well, hello there. Happy Halloween. This is the Bravo Lowdown. I'm Valerie Strand, and I am so excited to be here talking about the Real Housewives of Dallas's episode last night. It's kind of suiting maybe that we're talking about Leanne's wedding on Halloween. Ah, ha, ha. Sorry. I will get to Leanne shortly and my feelings about her, but... I do want to say thank you again for anyone who's listening. I know that maybe there's like three people, two people I know personally. Thank you. Thank you so much. But it's like so sweet. Your comments yesterday were honestly super touching um, and really nice. And I also am looking for feedback. So if anybody, you know, if you're on my page and, um, or my group or my Facebook page, my Instagram account, and you have constructive advice, I do not take it negatively and I'd love to hear it. Again, thank you for listening. I'm going to start off with this whole crap about Leanne and her invitations and getting lost in the mail and texting people invitations and whatnot. It's like, you know, at the end of the day, we know you're on a reality show with other people. And I think Deandra, and I'm going to go back to last season, this whole fallout with Deandra is because Deandra spoke the truth. Was it her place? You know what? I don't know. They're on a show. They get told to feel a certain way for TV cameras, I'm sure. I do not think that a lot of things that come out of these people is natural. And I'm not, I don't work for Bravo, so I don't have to sit and like, Sandy will be like, it's not tripping, it's not produced, blah, blah, blah. When a lot of, I mean, a lot of us really feel that way. But the fact of the matter is all of this stuff that Leanne's doing this season, I personally would have liked to have seen it last season and in real time Leanne and Rich got engaged while filming by the time it got to us viewing it on the show some probably good six to eight months had transpired so it was not a far fetch for Deandra to confront Leanne last season and ask her What's going on with your wedding, girl? Why aren't we having showers? Why is there not a date? Clearly, where there's smoke, there's fire, and there was some feet dragging going on. Now, I'm kind of thinking her going around begging for all this free stuff. This season, maybe she's trying to play she couldn't afford to get married last season. I do not know. Um, but that's a whole other story about asking for all the free stuff. But... As far as the cheating allegations go, I think that if, and I'm going back because I'm just starting this podcast, so I'm trying to lay out where I stand on my feelings with it because I'm going to try to keep my opinions a little to myself, but there's a reason why I feel a certain way about Leanne. And, you know, her BFF maybe shouldn't have brought it up on camera. I It was really awkward. She's like, hey, Rich is at one event. You're at another. You guys aren't together in public. What's going on? She could have left it at that. I don't really follow the whole situation too well. I don't know to what extent really Deandra went to to say that Rich was having an affair, but 
you know, she's cut from everything. She wasn't at the wedding. We know that she wasn't at any of the events. And I personally think it's because maybe he was, and she's a reminder of that infidelity that they don't want to admit to. And everybody has, you know, their own life and what they do behind closed door isn't a whole lot of our business, but she shouldn't let it go and move forward because they're on a show. We want to see everybody together. And I want to see Deandra at that wedding and she's not. So I'm going to move forward with Deandra and her little um, sit down. Was it a lunch or a dinner? Everyone's all dressed up to the hill and they go out to have a fancy chancy. I don't know if they're celebrating something. I might've missed it because I had to watch the show literally last minute this morning and I'm doing this because I'm devoted to this podcast and I really want to keep doing it and I have to hold myself accountable. And if I said, I'm going to do a recap of Dallas, I have to do it. And I am. So I power watched it this morning because we went to a last minute dinner with some friends last night at their home. But um, I power watched it this morning. And from what I remember, they just were sitting down for a fancy dinner and Mama D saying to Deandra about not being a mom just isn't true. She may not. She has two stepchildren. Therefore, she is in a motherly role. And she is a mother. And she is, you know, married to the father to um, two uh, young men. And that wasn't very nice. I didn't like that dig. And as far as did Mama D sink the ship before she handed over the wheel or this driver's seat to Deandra, who knows? I mean, it kind of looks that way. But then when she's like, you know, you came into the office every day at 4.30, I kind of can see that with Deandra too. So I don't know if she was there nine to five or she just showed up for the important events or filming on Christian TV. You know, uh, as for all of that, I don't know, but I, love Deandra. I don't want her off the show. And I think that she deserves a successful business and wishing her the best of luck because a lot of Bravo liberties have parlayed successful um, ventures into something. Now, when we go to Carrie sitting down with her daughter, sitting there sewing a dress, um, which I loved, we see um, this is the second daughter, the first one, she was going into nursing and they're kind of at the same places in life. And then the daughter brought up um, a special um, camp that she wants to do for fashion this summer, but there's no money for it. And then kind of, you know, Eduardo won't pay for it. Um, you know, that's difficult because it's obvious these children are being raised in a certain lifestyle. And then Carrie's fretting about the power of money that Eduardo has, it kind of parlays for me into the conversation Andy had on his own radio show after the Joe and Teresa Judice um, interview. And he said, you know, Teresa is doing well. She's made her way for herself. She is not making the income that she was working at the cosmetic counter. And he said he thought that a lot of wives actually come onto the show to end up making their own money and to get under out from under the power of their husband's money. And Andy used Tamara Barney judge as an example of that. So 
we remember Bethany also accusing Jules um, of one season who I love Jules. I wish they bring her back, but she doesn't want to be on the show of coming on the show to obtain a divorce, which it sounds like maybe it was true. They, um, these, you know, certain women, there's um, some people call it a curse where um, the marriages have fallen apart. And Andy, you know, stated, I'm paraphrasing that, the marriages were already in turmoil and, you know, a lot of people felt that maybe being under the microscope of TV would improve their marriage or it would get them out and give them the financial freedom to do so. Carrie said on the show to her daughter, you know, my jewelry line is just taking off. And now do you understand, you know, why it's so important to me? Because I want to have my own finances so I could just give this camp to you. And it, it was a little heartbreaking because I saw Carrie kind of inside struggling with hearing her kind of selfish, spoiled brat daughter, you know, scoff about not getting getting turned down for the finances for this camp. I hope she got to go to the camp and maybe Carrie you know, um, made some money. I know she's been doing things. Like she said, her jewelry, I'm sure her jewelry has to have taken off since the airing of the show. I love her. I haven't bought any, but I don't really buy a lot of the housewives gear. I think I have Brandy Glanville's mine, Josh Altman's book, um, Brandy Glanville's book. And, and that's about it. I think I stopped buying stuff after that. I didn't, I haven't bought a lot of stuff, but any, I do, I digress. The um, problem with with coming on the show and making your own money does put you know these marriages under the microscope. And um, there was a situation with um, I posted on the Instagram Bravo Download a clip of um, Bronwyn talking about her and her husband splitting up. And I commented, Bronwyn has a lot of layers and most of them aren't that appealing. And her husband got really upset. And he said that they want to break the curse of the reality show divorce. Um, the only reason why I said that they're not that appealing because in the clip, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm digressed by going over to um, Real Housewives of OC, but it kind of goes into this conversation of these women come on the shows to make their own money to get out of control. We heard Carrie say, you know, I'm under Eduardo's control of money and it's horrible. And then Bronwyn saying, oh, I left my husband on, I believe it's like the Bravo Daily Juice or Daily Dish. They do like after show interviews and oh my God. I absolutely love them because there's a lot of reveal in these and way more than their blogs. And Bronwyn revealed that her and her husband at one point in time split up and that she packed up the kids and went to Hawaii and enrolled them in school and started a new life. The thing that I don't find appealing of that is packing up the kids, moving them to a new state as gorgeous as Hawaii is and start enrolling them in a new school. So she lost me at that, but you can go to my page and see Sean's um, response to um, my post about her not being 
the lay her layers not being appealing. But I'm going to go back to um, Dallas and Carrie and wind that up. Um, her daughter's super cute. That dress was gorgeous. I love the little moment about her saying, I wish I had the dress so I could redo it. My 80s youth came into mine and I had pretty in pink, you know, <laughs> when she redid her BFFs prom dress. I, I just, I, that popped into my mind and both dresses were pink. So there you go. Now I'm going to move on to Brandy and her um, moment with her kids and her daughter and the scooter. I want to say, I love you, Brandy. God bless you. Um, there are uh, 500,000 moms that watch and, and dads and parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whatever, a caregiver of a child Watch that scene with your 10-year-old and think, thank the Lord I'm not alone because I myself experienced almost, and I did, I, I was thinking, did her kid see a video of my kid acting that way the other day? And she, you know, I mean, it was identical. I don't know if it's the age. My son is nine. Her daughter, she said, was 10. And I, but it was, it was a mirror image, not, you know, not the same situation with the scooter, but the same almost, you know, situation. And as parents, we're like, we love our kids. We don't want them to hate us, but we also don't want to raise assholes. And it's hard. And when Brandy was crying, I was crying with her. Those were real tears. And this is why I love the shows. The relatability factor to these situations that don't seem scripted, that don't seem produced, takes me back to the days of Gina Keogh, Real Housewives OC, and her kids chucking those water bottles at each other, and her daughter throwing a fit and crying because she couldn't, she couldn't back her BMW out of the driveway. I mean, this is the stuff that the shows really drew me in um, from the get-go. So... More power to Stephanie and Brandy and revealing all their perils of motherhood and being a parent with their husbands and the whole nine yards. It was gorgeous. I loved it. So we're going to go now to, I am going off the top of my head. I did not take notes. So the next thing I want to um, tap on is Leanne and Rich and their sit down dinner supposedly they're getting married like what a day and all she could talk about was complain actually about her mom i'm gonna say i don't find leanne to be very happy person on this whole season and the season is primarily kind of based around her everything's revolving around this wedding that's going to take place that started you know last night it's going to take place tomorrow and on all the fronts and everything, she's just struggling with everybody around her and being happy. And she should be like, I'm getting married. I just don't care. And she's caring just a little too much about certain things. Um, I don't want to get into her um, allegations and her suicide talk. I find it to be really dark and disturbing. Um, it is a subject that, does greatly need attention, but I feel she's abusing, 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 abusing those two subjects. And I don't mind mental health and suicide prevention being spoken about, but I do mind it when it's being used as a false platform and maybe she's embellishing some things here. 
and um, I kind of just feel badly for her regardless. And I think that's all I'm going to say about that. But I, I, I took, I just took really great issue with that dinner in Mexico. And, you know, I wasn't doing a podcast then, so I didn't get to talk about it. And that's why I'm bringing it up now. But I felt she didn't, she had an issue with Carrie and was using those things to guilt shame Carrie. And that's not fair. That's really not fair. So I'm going to move on from that. But I do find that little dinner of them could have been a little more romantic. Like, oh my God, we're getting married. And some hand holding and some holding up the glass and toasting to their long future together. So um, that was a disappointment there. Um, we get to the podcast and I love they tried to play a joke on Carrie because I knew instantly they go, let's, you know, we're going to prank call Carrie. I'm like, first of all, I love Brandy's voices and her prank calls. I thought that once she did a couple seasons ago to Heidi was hilarious, but sadly, I guess they didn't go back and call Heidi and go, we pranked you, we pranked you. And Heidi, her DM, I mean, I don't know if it's all true or not, but Leanne expressed that Heidi, that that phone call terrified her. So shame on you guys. That was funny, but I, I wished you would have told her. But when they said they were going to prank Steph, uh, Carrie, I'm like, you know, I just don't see Carrie falling for it. It's fun. And, and I love her, love Carrie. They better not get rid of her. But like when they did the prank with the motor, she's like, Oh, oh that's funny. You did that. And I, I, you know, I would have been like, Oh my God, you know, and screaming and laughing. And, and I mean, I'm not saying Carrie's, you know, cold or anything. I just think that I don't think she's a practical joke kind of person. And she wasn't getting it. She's not the type of, I don't, it's not that she knows she's being pranked. I, mean, I just don't think she's like a reactionary person. Like, oh, a spider. You know, it just, it was a little, it was funny, but it was, you know, it fell short. But God bless them for embracing Carrie. I'm glad they do. Because I love her. I love Deandra. I love the cast. I don't think it needs to be changed. Um, I hope the show goes on. It's um a great show. Like I said, I haven't followed Leanne's wedding too much because I just kind of, she's rubbing me the wrong way. And I feel like a day late and a dollar short lady, we should have been doing this last season and we should be watching you and Rich enjoying being newlyweds this season. But maybe Bravo didn't want to do a big wedding last season. I don't know. I mean, I she's going around begging for everything for free. I kind of have a feeling Bravo put up, you know, some of the bill, you know, as a production cost. I mean, there's a lot of extras when you see the show that was leaked from videos. And also it was also revealed that by a people magazine reporter um, that was on Amy Phillips show that he personally attended the, the reunion. And you know what? I can't remember his name. I think it's, I think I know, remember who it is, but I don't want to say um, it was this one specific People Magazine reporter because I could have it wrong. So unless I have it verified, but I did hear someone on Amy Phillips' show, Reality Check on Radio Andy, which I love, and he was in attendance at the wedding. He said that they did the ceremony. There was a break. He thought, looked at it as go for a swim and take a nap and go back. And he did that, went back, and there was no food. 
But other people apparently did know there was food because they all went out to dinner or lunch, a late lunch. And he was like, it was a boozy dance fest. No food. Now we know uh, there's probably no food. She's saying already she can't afford all this stuff. And I mean, we've seen other, these Bravo weddings and they talk about the cost being almost $200 a person to feed. You know, I don't know. My day, you get a chicken and rice buffet and a little Caesar salad at the end and a big bowl of rolls. <laughs> How much can that cost? I mean, really? They didn't feed anybody? But I I don't know. I just feel like you have a wedding and a reception. There's supposed to be food. And it's weird that there was a break. I will say, and I'm going to talk about myself. I hope you all don't mind. My mom went to this very fancy wedding um, when I was like a teenager. And um, it was a, 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 this big, beautiful church. And they had, I mean, she said there had to have been 1,500 people at this um, wedding. And then afterwards, they went below the church into the basement. But she said the basement was fabulous. And she said about 600 of the people went down to this basement and they had punch and finger sandwiches and little cookies passed around. Not like you walked up and got like passed around thing. And um, like she said, there was a lot of people. It was this huge, I don't know how big this church is and hold 600 people in a basement, but it, it, she said it was huge. And then after that, a small, very small portion of the people, and my mom was one of them because she was married to somebody that was in the family, and they went to a very fine um, dinner reception and did the cake and all that, and she said it was maybe 150 people. They said it was like a six or seven course meal. This was years and years ago. So there are different ways to do weddings. Um, you can also have your reception after the wedding. Like you can have your wedding and I think you have like a year to have your reception. Um, I had my reception like a month after I got married because I got married on location out of town. And then I came back and had a reception with all my family and friends because I wasn't going to ask my family and my friends to do a location wedding. So I know you don't listen to the show for about me, but it's about weddings and weddings are exciting and we all love them. And all of us can't help talking about our own wedding when we go to weddings when we see weddings it just brings out that love that's why i'm going to go back to that dinner with leanne complaining about her mom instead of enjoying her moment alone with her groom and toasting to their future and whatnot and then at the very end of the show and i'm just going to leave this revelation with you at the very end of the show, they're wrapping up, getting ready to walk out, and you hear this from Rich as uh, the wedding planner. So I don't know if you heard that, but he says, I'm going to walk the green mile. Okay, if you don't know what the Green Mile is, it means death row. There was a movie, Tom Hanks, most of us have seen it, amazing, awesome movie. But the Green Mile, there's a green strip painted in front of each row of the cells on death row, and they call it Walking the Green Mile. So there you go. Rich just pretty much associated his nuptials with a death sentence.
Hmm. I wonder if Leanne heard that. I know I've heard that the Bravo liberties get their episodes sometimes two weeks in advance. Maybe she's seen it. Maybe it's caused some tension. Is she going to address it? I do not know. But if I saw that after I just got married, I'd be crushed. Um, I just look back on my wedding day with all like joy and tears. And I couldn't imagine my husband saying something like that. I'm going to walk the green mile. That's very um, telling of the two of them and their relationship. So I am going to end this by thanking again my three listeners who downloaded the two first podcasts. Thank you. Thank you to anyone new who's listening. Bear with me. I am a work in progress. This is my hobby, my love, my joy. I've been a super fan for many years. I love going on social media with my typos and my bad grammar and all the other crap people say about me. And I don't care. I love expressing my opinion, but I'm also wanting to take it to the next level. And I appreciate all the support. And I hope you like what I have to say and you'll come back and listen to more. It's only going to get better. Um, as I go along, I hope, I mean, practice, 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 but I, I got to practice by posting. So here I am. And I think next week I may do married to medicine on Monday. It just depends on how the weekend goes, but I am committed to blow back real housewives of OC and real housewives of Dallas. And I look very forward um, to breaking them all down and putting my opinion out there. Happy Halloween to everybody. Be safe. Enjoy yourselves. And I will be back on next week. <laughs> Valerie Strand, the Bravo Lowdown, out.